I'm back with a new haircut. What do you think? What do you think of this haircut? This was uh, this was a haircut by uh, an unnamed person, Lilia, who who cut my hair uh, earlier today. And uh, I, I think barber shops are open. I we've been in this lockdown quarantine period. I think barber shops have been open for quite some time. I just haven't had a reason to get a haircut, so I was wearing hats to cover up my bad, you know, really misshapen hair. Um, this person that I won't name, Lilia, she cut my hair earlier just to get a little, give it a little bit of shape. I'm not sure if I like it or not. I think I might have a new a new haircut next time I do this, but no no hat today. I'm going hatless. Repeat, hatless, as Chief Wiggum says. Uh, so today I'm going to talk about a band that I probably have no business talking about. They're a very uh, polarizing band. I think a lot of people either love or hate this band. I used to be in the latter category. I used to hate this band. Today I'm going to talk about, you've already seen the title of it. Today I'm going to talk about The Doors. Uh, my Doors history, as my, my cat joins me here. My Doors history, um, as you as you might expect, The Doors were a little bit before my time. So I, I don't have the history with The Doors. This is kind of keeping in my classic rock um, theme. I guess in the last four episodes I've done, I've done, um, well, The Doors uh, this this time. Uh, last time was The Who, who I do love. And um, The Beatles before that and Led Zeppelin. I think those are the last four. So I'm kind of doing this classic rock thing. Most of these bands, all of these bands, they were well before my time. Um, so these are all, all those bands plus Today of the Doors. These are the go-back albums. I, I got these albums long after the band had, uh, had uh, broken up or stopped being a band. Um, about the door, similar to Led Zeppelin, there was a, a time in my life, a, a pretty significant time in my life. I hated the doors. I just couldn't stand them at all. I, I guess when I was a teenager, you can go back and listen to what I said about Led Zeppelin. I think it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, when I was in high school, I hated the doors. To me, they were, they were a, a classic rock band, which at the time I was into Iron Maiden and Metallica and Motley Crue and, uh, uh, Motorhead and any other bands with M, uh, Slayer, I guess, and, uh, ACDC and Van Halen and, and The Doors were an old band and, uh, I didn't like them and they were on the radio all the time and as much as I loved the radio, I sometimes hated it for, you know, kind of promoting these bands that I didn't really like. So through, through a good, I would say part of my, my, my teenage years and more, I hated The Doors. 
I'll tell you, I've, I've talked about these, these, uh, things before. I'm going to talk about my, uh, mostly I'm going to go through their discography. I do have all the Doors albums. Uh, I'm, I'm going to show you all those. I'm going to hold those up to the camera so you can see that I have them. So I do have some kind of loyalty to the Doors, uh, like I do with the Beatles, which I needed a co-host for, Lilia, again. Shh. And, um, Led Zeppelin and, uh, who else did I say? Oh, The Who, of course. I do like The Who. Um, I'm getting off track already. So, uh, a little bit of my history with the Doors. Obviously, I never saw them live, just like Led Zeppelin and, uh, the Beatles. I did see the Who live. I never saw the Doors live in any, um, incarnation of them. Obviously, they were, they were, uh, uh, no longer a band shortly after I was born. Then they, 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 I guess, kind of re, they didn't reform. They did something with Ian Asprey and, I think it was in the 90s, Ian Asprey from The Cult. I didn't really have much interest in that. And uh, so I've ne just to get this out of the way, I've never seen The Doors live. I've never... I always talk about the shirts. I, I'm, I'm a, a real t-shirt guy. I've never uh, had a Doors shirt. I've never also had a Beatles shirt or a Led Zeppelin shirt or a Who shirt. Um, so just to, just to get that out of the way. So yeah, I mentioned they're polarizing. A lot of people love them or hate them. Um... Maybe, maybe the first real, maybe CCR, I don't know, but, but I think a very important, uh, American, the, the Beatles and the Who and Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd were all not American. None of them were American. So I, I think the Doors were the, the, they maybe carried the flag for the American bands of that era, the late sixties. Very short career. Only I think their first album came out in 67 and their last one came out in 71. And, um, what else can you say? It's the Doors and I'm going to start right now. With their first album, where else would I start, right? So, th so this is The Doors. This, this came out in 1967. Um, and about The Doors catalog, it's, it's a little bit, um, it's not nearly as complex as, uh, The Who or The Beatles, who had, uh, American or international releases and then British releases. But they, they did re-release their, their albums several times. They remastered them. They have anniversary editions, deluxe editions, bonus editions. Everything like this. This is the, the old one I have. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you quickly about my Doors history. Uh, a good friend of mine, Pete, was uh, he was the same as me. He hated the Doors, and then he got into them at some point in the late '80s. And I, you know, your your things that your friends do, they rub off on you. And so I kind of did too. And I, I I'll put this down for a second. I w I was premature there, which I try not to be premature. And. Um, so, so I got, I got into the Doors in 1989. I, I bought, uh, before I even had any Doors albums, before I spent one penny on, on any of the Doors music, I bought, um, No One Here Gets Out Alive. I bought the, that was the, the biography of, um, Jim Morrison. I bought that just because it was, it was a very interesting book and, and, uh, in terms of music, um, history, it's a very important book. So I did buy that. I loved it. And then I bought, um, uh, Wonderland Avenue by Danny Sugarman, who, which was another great book. I, I read those books. That was 30 years ago. I read those books. So I, I was into the Doors, uh, books before I was into the Doors music. So, so then now I'll go back to, uh, to 1967. Cut. We'll go back to this, to the, to the Doors debut album. Um, this is, I, I guess, uh, obviously a very important album in the, the psychedelic era, the, the doors had a pretty unique sound. I guess mostly from, uh, big, you know, the, the, 
the keyboards, Rayman Zarek's keyboards, were had a very um, unique sound. You you could identify the Doors very easily. Obviously, Jim Morrison's voice, but but Rayman Zarek's um, keyboards. So so this is the first uh, the debut album by the Doors, and I I do like this one. Um, I'll get into how much I like them. I'll talk about my favorite songs. I do like this one. It's not my favorite, but it's good. And to be honest, I'm not super familiar with The Doors. Similar with uh, The Beatles and Led Zeppelin. Um, I, I'm not, when I say into, I I don't know the lyrics to a lot of their songs, the radio songs I know. But I, so I, I can't, this might be a, a short video. Uh, you're welcome for that. Um, Break On Through, the, the first Doors song from the first album. That's obviously a classic that became a radio classic. Um, a couple of covers on this were Alabama Song and Backdoor Man. I think Backdoor Man was, Backdoor Man was Willie Dixon, Alabama Song. I can't remember who that is. I, I skipped the production meeting, so I, I don't know that one. Um, I'm going to skip right to the end, literally. And uh, as you can see here, the, the end is the, is the last song on this album. That's one of my favorite Doors songs. It's not my, uh, maybe not my single favorite, but it is one of my top favorites. And the kind of the reason why I like that song so much, as uh, you might be able to guess, and probably as a lot of people maybe feel the same way, uh, it was in Apocalypse Now. And Apocalypse Now is one of my top, probably not top 10, not top five, not even top three, one of my top two favorite movies ever. Um, Apocalypse Now, it could be my favorite, it could be my second favorite. And I think more than any other uh, music and uh, movie combination of, of uh, sound and, and film, if you want to call it that, nothing, I don't know how to explain this. I think I'm not doing a very good job. I have such, a, such an association with, I can't hear the end without imagining uh, Apocalypse Now. And so because I, I guess maybe that's part of the reason that, that I like that movie so much, even though the end is at the end of Apocalypse Now movie. But uh, what a what a great um, atmospheric, whatever other adjectives you want to use to, to describe that song, the end. It's long, it's 10 or 11, 11 and a half, 12 minutes, something like that. It's, it's very, uh, it's dark. Um, and it reminds me of, or a song later that reminded me of, The Rising Sun. I've, um, I don't know if I've mentioned The Rising Sun before in any of these, uh, sorry, it should be The Rising Sun, apostrophe, not The Rising Sun. One of my favorite, really dear bands from Mexico City, they have a song on their newest album, which came out around this time last year, called 24 Hour Buffet, and they have a song on there called The People, which has a very doors, uh, and specifically, um, atmosphere of, of the end. So, um, I, I love that, uh, the Rise and Sun song. I, I think that's their, they have many great songs. That's, I think their first true masterpiece reminded me of, uh, of the end by the doors. I, I'll try to focus more on the doors, not the Rise and Sun. So, uh, so the end is, a just a, oh, and also Light My Fire. How could I forget? Come on, baby. Uh, another one of their, their classic songs. Uh, so uh, I guess two radio classics, Light My Fire and Break On Through. To the other side, and the end. I'm not sure if that was a radio song, but I love it because of um, Apocalypse Now. So, so that's it for the for the first Doors album, 1967. It's a classic. This was, I guess, highly influential on some other bands that came after, including maybe some bands now. So, the first Doors album, 1967. I'm not going to have too much to say about any of these. 
Um, because as I said, they, they were, I, I kind of, because I liked them so much from reading about Jim Morrison in, uh, No One Here Gets Out Alive, I thought I really want to get into their music. And my friend Pete was playing them all the time. So I, uh, got into them from that too. So the next one was, uh, Strange Days. I think this also came out later that same year. This was back in the days when bands used to put out two albums a year. Kiss did that and Led Zeppelin and, uh, the Beatles and, and, uh, the Doors too. And I guess the Who. And, uh, this one, I, I'm, I'm not too familiar with this one. Um, Love Me Two Times. I, I knew that one before. There was a, a, a punk band called Dead Milkman who I used to, I wasn't a big fan, but I kind of liked them. And, uh, they, they, they had a song called Bitchin' Camaro. And in Bitchin' Camaro, they did a little, a little thing with, um, Love Me Two Times. So I, I kind of knew it from that. And uh, I do like that song. Um, other than that, uh, I don't, I'm not that familiar with this, with this album. I know all the songs, but I don't, you know, I can't offer too much insight. Uh, when the music's over, uh, the last track, I like that one. That's another long song. It's eight or nine or ten minutes, similar to the end. I seem to, to like these long door songs and, and also by some other bands. I like long songs. Um, oh, and People Are Strange, of course. That was, that was a big song. Um, People Are Strange was a, another radio hit for the doors. I, I maybe could have just reviewed the doors greatest hits album, uh, in, instead of all, all of these individual ones. Uh, love me two times. People are strange when the music's over. Yeah, um, I would I would have to dig into this more. There, there's not too much that I'm that familiar with on this one. So um, not too much about that one. Strange days. Continuing next was uh, waiting for the sun. I assume this was 1968. The years on these on these albums. Ah, uh, yeah, this was 1968. On these ones. I think I have only the, um, yeah, this says 1985, which I guess was when this CD came out. And, uh, I, I think I got it probably around 1990. I went back and bought all the, the Doors catalogs and, um, I might have this. I, I used to write the, the, the dates when I bought CDs or books or anything like that. I don't have it for this one. Let me see as I waste more time and I'm doing this with not, I, can't, really can't be bothered to cut anything. Let me, let me see when I get into the doors. If I have dates on any of these, I should. I, I thought I wrote them on all. Ah, this was, uh, if you can see this and if you care, whoever I'm talking to, I got into the doors on July 10th, 1990. So that, that was when I got this, uh, this CD, July 10th, 1990. And presumably, I probably got them all on that same day or around that day or around that time. So getting back to, if I can do this, getting back to Waiting for the Sun. Uh, Hello, I Love You was the opening track. Won't you tell me your name? Of course. Uh, everybody knows that song. Um, what else can I say about this one? Unknown Soldier, that was a good song. Ah, Spanish Caravan, I love Spanish Caravan. There's a, um, the, I, I think one of the great uh, acoustic guitar, in, it's not even an intro, it's kind of a part of the song. Spanish Caravan is excellent. One of the few door songs that wasn't like a radio hit, I guess, that I really like. Spanish Caravan and uh, uh, my friend Rolo did a, a cover of that just the other day. I saw him on uh, his Instagram and Facebook. He did a, a cover of uh, Spanish Caravan. So go check out Rolo. And uh, 5 to 1, 5 to 1. Uh, that was, I guess, became notable later. For me, notable later because 
Um, the, the solo, ah, Mike, Mike McCready's from Pearl Jam, his solo on Alive from 10 clearly lifted from five to one, which at that point I didn't know. As I said, I wasn't super familiar with the doors at that point. And it, it, now I was also immensely, um, uh, familiar with Kiss. I was, I was, I've mentioned this many times, a Kiss fan since 1975 and Ace Frehley clearly lifted the solo from she he he clearly lifted that from from 5 to 1 which then Mike McCready openly admitted later that that he did that he also stole the solo from I think he stole it from Ace Frehley so it went from uh from the doors to kiss to pearl jam that that uh that's terrible singing it's hard to sing let alone singing a guitar solo so um, but yeah, five to one, great guitar solo. And other than that, not too much I'm familiar with on this one. Hello, I Love You was the, the big radio hit um, from this one. God, I heard that song a million times. Hated it when I was a kid, but I've, I've grown to like it now. So Waiting for the Sun, it's another one that I don't have too much to say. Uh, I feel like I, I'm, I'm maybe in over my head. Doing these classic, uh, classic bands, uh, starting in the next episode of this podcast, I'm going to, I'm going to get back to, back to my roots, back to the bands that I really, really love. Uh, I'm kind of stretching it here doing, doing these other ones. So I'm going to continue with, um, the next one. This was, this was called the Soft Parade. This was a little bit different. This, this had, um, I, I, I guess it was this album that had a little bit more strings. I don't know if it was real strings. Or I guess it was back then. Um, nothing on here. I don't think... I guess Touch Me was the only real radio song. Um, really the only one that I'm familiar with. Although I do also... It seems that... Um, huh, I'm realizing now I seem to like the last songs on Doors albums. Those, those, those are the real big epic songs. What were the other ones? The End from the first album... When the music's over from the second and five to one. Yeah, it seems I'm focusing on the, uh, the last songs out there. The Soft Parade is an excellent song. It's eight, eight minutes and, and 40 seconds. Um, do I have it in me to do it? The, uh, you cannot petition the Lord with prayer. I scared my cat. She was sleeping over here. She just ran under the furniture. Uh, that's a great, that, that intro, that spoken word intro of, uh, the soft parade. I love it. That's a, that's an excellent song. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm going through these albums really quickly. Some of these other ones I've done, these other videos I've done, my poor cat. Um, I, I'm spending, you know, 10 minutes talking about each album, maybe six minutes per song, but soft parade was, uh, and you know, I don't, I don't really know too much about the doors in terms of how their albums were received. I don't know, um, you know, I, I know what Kiss albums people love and which Kiss albums people hate and Metallica and, and Motorhead. I don't really know what's, what's popular with The Doors. I'm sure the first album is very highly regarded. Uh, but other than that, I don't know. Continue. I'm almost finished. Only two more. Um, this, this one's called Morrison Hotel. This came out in 19, 70 this was. Okay, so this was their uh, their fifth album in, in three years. Uh, Roadhouse Blues was is the opening track. Th this was, I guess, 
more 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 rock than uh, the soft raid. I think the soft raid was a little bit more maybe experimental. I'm not really sure. Th this one was back to their uh, yeah more rock, I guess. Um, what else do I know on here? Oh, Peace Frog. Peace Frog is one of my favorite Doors songs. And I, I think also, similar to the end, I, I don't think it was a radio song. I do love Peace Frog. That's a an excellent song. And Indian Summer. I love Indian Summer, too. That's a, another one that uh, kind of uh, that the, the Rise and Sun song that I mentioned earlier, The People, from 24-Hour Buffet, that that song reminded me of Indian Summer, which Indian Summer reminded me of a little bit. It had that same vibe as as the end. Uh, what else is on here? Again, not too familiar with it. Roadhouse Blues was the, the big radio song. Peace Frog was, was maybe my personal favorite. And, and with Indian Summer, uh, Ship of Fools, Land Hold a Spy. I'm racing through these albums. I, I, I said I may be overreaching with with doing the doors but i have all their albums so i figured why not i may as well do it and i just watched the bills beat the rams and it's a it's a sunday and uh i got my football in and uh so now i'm getting my music in and we're now how, how i don't know how long this video has been 15 minutes maybe and i'm already on the last album and i guess appropriately the last one for me uh i do have a lot more to say about this one than i do about the other five um, this is, this is LA Woman. This is their last album. This came out in 1971. Similar with, uh, similar to the Beatles with Help. Uh, I mentioned when I talked about the Beatles earlier. They, they, I love Help and all the other ones. I, I like them, but not really a big fan. I love this album. This is, this is hands down, not even close. This is my favorite Doors album by a mile. Uh, and I love it. And th this, for me, every one of my favorite Doors songs basically, is every all of the nine, ten, ten tracks on this album? Any one of these albums, any one of these songs could be one of my favorite song, one of my favorite Doors songs. Except I know I already mentioned uh, the end and uh, Peace Frog, uh, the Changeling, the Changeling, very strange. What th this was the album that got me into the Doors. Let me let me see if there's a date on this one. This might have been the first one I bought. Yeah, this was February 8th, 1990. So I, I read uh, No One Here Gets Out Alive sometime in 1989. And uh, I love the, the title track, LA, LA Woman from this. I actually sang it on at uh, karaoke. It was, or with it with the band? No, I think it was karaoke. Yeah, it was karaoke at my wedding because there was also a band at my wedding, but they didn't play um, LA Woman. I, I sang LA Woman at my, at my wedding in 2011. Uh, just because I love that song. L.A. Woman is for sure my favorite Doors song, my one single favorite Doors song. She's, she's back. She's... You didn't like that yelling? That was, that was me doing a Jim Morrison impersonation. Poorly. So L.A. Woman was my, uh, was, was my, or still is my favorite Doors song. I love that song. Uh, so I, I bought this album. This was this was really my introduction to the Doors in in February 1990. I guess I started to hear it in late 1989. Uh, so going back here, the Changeling. There, there's a song um, from 19 maybe 80, 80, 81, 82 around there called Funky Town by a, a band or a group or a duo called Lips Inc. It was Lips Inc. like Incorporated, but if you put it together, it's Lip Sync. 
And um, the, the song Funky Town, I heard that before I ever heard the changeling. And when I heard the changeling, I thought, that sounds just like Funky Town. Reminds me of Funky Town. I don't know if anybody else feels the same way or, or has the same opinion. I think, um, I think, I think Lip Sync, Funky Town, they ripped off the changing by the doors. Don't you love her madly? That's a, a great song. Been down so long. Every song on here is great. Uh, cars, the cars is by my window. LA woman. La America, La America is maybe my second favorite doors song. Uh, very, for, for 1971. Very dark and very heavy. That the first part of uh, um, uh, of La America. It sounds like if you had never heard it before, and if you if you if somebody put it on, you would you might think it's um, you know there's there's this genre they call doom metal uh, or stoner rock or something like that. And uh, that that the opening, the guitar, and and even the first minute or minute and a half, two minutes, I don't know, of La America. It sounds like it, it and then it goes into more typical Doors. The traditional Doors sounding song, um, maybe two minutes into the song, but La America sounds sounds like it could be a, a doom metal song. It's it's dark, kind of slow, heavy. It just has that vibe to it. I don't know if, if uh, any metal bands have ever um, covered La America, but somebody should. Maybe Sleep could do a good cover of that. I'm not suggesting it. Maybe Sleep couldn't care less about the Doors, but La America is a good song. Uh, Hyacinth House. Ah, I forgot about Hyacinth House. Hy Hyacinth House. That could also be one of my very, very top door song. Um, very kind of, a little bit different, I think, for the doors. To me, it, it had more, it didn't have that psychedelic feel. I, I think this album was a little bit closer to, uh, it, it had a, if, if they had continued, I think whatever album would have come after this, if, if Jim Morrison hadn't died, maybe would have been my favorite doors album. I think here they were going for, uh, I don't know if they were going for it, but to me, this is more of a rock album. Um, I think Jim, Mor Jim Morrison, if he hadn't died, I think he would have become a metal guy. I, I think uh, I, I think maybe the Doors would have would have sounded a little bit more metal, a little bit more uh, a little heavier. I don't know. That's just what I think. Uh, but High Synth House was a, was an excellent, not not a pop song at all, but very kind of a nice, gentle, melodic song. It didn't have the 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 Doors keyboard psychedelic sound, but I, I do love High Synth House. Um, Crawling King Snake and the Wasp, Texas Radio on the Big Beat. And that ends with Riders on the Storm, another long song. I think Riders on the Storm is, um, what is it, about eight, eight or nine minutes? 714. Yeah, so the, so the Doors, they, they were, I guess that was their thing to have these long, epic, grand, big songs as the, as the final songs of their albums. Um, and, and they were all good. I, I Like I said, I love those Long Door songs. Uh, that's it. Wow, that, that was a really quick one. Uh, maybe that's okay. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I, I wish I had more to say about The Doors. Um, I know that they obviously had a, a, a wealth of, of unreleased songs. I think a lot of them ended up as bonus tracks on anniversary editions of these albums, these six albums that I talked about. Uh, or as, uh, I think they had, a, they had a box set, maybe two box sets, um, or maybe some rarities. There was, a, I think they had a rarities album. They had a greatest hits album. 
Um, so, so yeah, not not too much to say about the Doors, but pretty amazing the impact that the Doors had on music. And only they were only around four years. Their first album was '67. Last album, the the greatest LA woman was uh, 1971. What an impact they had in only in only four years, six albums, and people still worship the Doors, love the Doors. There are some people that are unbelievably, you know, loyal, unabashed, strong Doors fans. I'm kind of in the middle, as I said. I think they're very polarizing, although I am in the middle. So, th so that's it for the Doors. Um, what else can I say? Finish. Uh, I have. Uh, four, I keep saying every time I do these, I keep saying I have one more or two more. I have four more, four four more bands that I can do. Um, I, I keep finding. I think oh, okay. I have all this band CDs. I'm going to talk about them. My original plan was just do just to do the bands that I. Um, you know, was into when I was a kid, uh, Kiss and, and uh, Metallica and Iron Maiden. But as I've said before, I like standing in my house in in front of the camera, um, and and uh, and and talking to nobody as if I'm talking to my best friend. And I love music, so that's how it is. But in the next uh, four, if you can call these episodes, the next four episodes, I should be back. I think to my to my really. Uh, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, they're gonna be bands that I'm really familiar with, mostly, except for kind of one. The, the one band that I talk about, that I'm gonna talk about is maybe kind of like a, 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 a bridge between the, the classic rock bands of the last four episodes I've done and the more modern bands I've done. Maybe you can figure it out by that, uh, by that poor description. So, four more to go. Some of them you might be able to figure out. That's it. This this was uh, very short. I have my Sunday free today. I don't have to, I didn't have to spend a long time doing this. So that's it for the doors and for me for uh, Jim Morrison and who else? Ray Manzarek, Robbie Krieger, John Densmore, everybody from the doors. See ya. This is the end, beautiful friend. This is the end, my only friend. The end of our elaborate plans. The end of everything that stands. The end. No safety or sun.